You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Randy. In the future, cars will be made out of Nerf materials, so traffic accidents and fender benders will be non-existent. This is Melanie. And in the future, when people transfer themselves onto their new immortal mechanized brains, the governments of the world will secretly add in programming to suppress violent aggression, including cursing, thereby grolixing the world. This is Jesse. In the future, when you go to get your prescription eyeglasses, because, you know, you lost a pair, they'll sell you glasses based on the prescription that you have and not the one they want to force you to obtain from an optometrist who just so happens to also be in the business of selling glasses. AKA a guiltless corrective vision eyewear buying experience. Just you buying the glasses you want when you want them. I feel like there was a little bit of a Personal experience and frustration in that one. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit, and it's weird because like some some eyewear places will just b- sell you glasses. They just will, but then like you'll go to a place where you want to get some glasses, and they'll be like, "No, we can't do that because your uh, prescription's expired." Even though there's been no visible changes, get it visible. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and they'll be like, "No, we're, we're not going to do it." Like, you don't like my money right now? You're going to wait a month and see if you like my money in a month after I've spent too much of the money to afford your stupid expensive glasses? I've never been to an optometrist or to an eyeglass place that would let me buy them with a without a prescription. Never. That, you were lucky in that. That would or wouldn't? That never would let me get a pair of glasses without a prescription. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is dumb. We should be able to get whatever prescription we want, even the ones that aren't ours. Right. That's a good point. I mean, that's a good point because, okay, so if you're wearing glasses that aren't for your eyes, like that's not good for you, but it's not like pills, you know? It's not like it's I'm going like to make math out of my eyeglasses. Exactly. Yeah, but it's still going to mess your eyes up. Well, right, yeah, but right. you can go into a... Uh, and then you'll become legally blind, and then it's just a whole other bag of... So that's like so there'll be blind people wandering the streets like zombies. So that's like a long game to get what like a glaucoma card or something. I don't know. Okay, all I know is (laughs) I had a friend right, and when she was young, she thought glasses were cute. So she lied when she they took her. She did her eye exam. Oh man! And they gave her some glasses that were really way too strong for her. And by the time we were in junior high, she couldn't see right in front of her face. Well, she had messed her eyes up so bad. You, you, did, somebody needed to, to tell her at some point, be like, you know, you can just go get glasses without a prescription in them. Right. Well, hmm. that would have been nice, huh? But nobody did that, and now she's blind, practically. Now she's not legally blind, but she's really close to it. Hmm. Basically, I just want to be like, if I just lost my glasses and there's no real problem, I just want to go fill the last prescription I had. You know, I actually had my my eyes get better once, and they lessened my prescription. Right, and I've had that happen too, but I'm just like, Mm -hmm. it'll be like a week or something. We're like, well, this has been expired for a week. I'm like, really? Well, you know what you really should do? Just go get LASIK, and then you won't have to worry about it anymore. 
<sighs> yeah, I don't want him to cut my eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is creepy. Don't I, don't touch my eye with your with your laser and your scalpel. It's like scalpel. science, though. It's super science. Mm. It is super science. Yeah, I want to get it done, but well, I have to save your the money. Vision with lasers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen those movies. Yeah, but they have to actually cut your eye too. Uh. It's not the lasers that worry me; it's the cutting of your eyeball. Yeah. My friend had another friend of mine, not the same friend, different friend. She got LASIK in the back of a freaking truck, a semi-truck, that was like a traveling oh. LASIK station. And I'm like, yeah, no, I wouldn't have done that. But she's fine, and she can see perfect still, so there you go. Mm, truck stop LASIK. Yeah, isn't that creepy? <laughs> Whoa, welcome to the Grolix Podcast. This is episode number 64. Yep. 64. This is our, this is our uh, four-year birthdayversary episode. Grolix has been going for four years. In fact, we're recording this four years to the day that we recorded the first, very first episode. Mm-hmm. And I know this wow. because it is uh, the day after Jesse's birthday, and it is on Melanie and I's anniversary. So it makes it easy to remember the Grolix anniversary, ex- except I haven't the last couple of years, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I forgot yeah. once too, but... <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Was so... that last year we all forgot? <laughs> Like, oh. Yeah, well, we, we remembered late, and then we were like, it's our four-year anniversary, but it's okay. Melanie thinks we've been together longer than we have, so it's, it I makes swear. sense that the podcast feels like it's been going longer. I think I got sucked into a parallel universe that is two years behind where I used to live, because I was older, we'd been get to been together longer, and I lived in my apartment longer, all of them. <laughs> you you just added a year somehow. In, in my other I universe that where that existed. <laughs> What's that? I did that once where, where Holly had to correct me on my own age and was like, oh, I'm younger now. Yeah, that complicates things. <laughs> I, you say, I'm younger now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how old are we? So, you no, know, see, I'm supposed to ask and you're supposed to know. I'm sorry. We're 36. <laughs> okay, yeah. But I was 36 two years ago. I do feel like I've been 36 for a while now. Yeah. Uh, more than a month. <laughs> so, so you got that ta- darn time scoop thing, you know. So we're thirty six. Uh, Grolix is four. We've been dating nine years. Yeah. Um, Jesse is a young, young, strapping, strapping young lad. Yes. Who's forty who's <laughs> <A> year old, <laughs> young, strapping lad? Is it? Is it big? Big four zero. It's the big four zero, yeah. It's, I, it's I like suspect. the Grolix anniversary, only add a zero <laughs> <laughs> to the power of ten. I, I, yeah, yeah. I suspected it might be, but I wasn't sure. And you know, some people, especially about that age, get like real weird about it. Although I suppose I shouldn't have sent you a gift that the gift that I sent you. <laughs> and I was like, you're old. You're B. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sent him a very rude gift, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I awesome. figured, yeah, I figured you. It made me laugh when I seen it, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta send that." But um, yeah. and for listeners, uh, if you're joining us live on the live stream, hello, hello, and, hello, or you're watching, hear my dogs. Yeah, you'll get to hear the dogs. Um, yeah, we're live streaming this to the Patreon page. So if you're a Patreon member, uh, in this case, since it's a special deal, just a dollar more or a dollar per month or more, and you can watch this. This will be up later, too. You can come back and revisit this. Um, but if you're listening to this on the Grolix feed, like most people will be, uh, yeah, we're recording this live, so it sounds a little, if it sounds a little funky uh, or unedited, because it will be more and or less. Not only unedited, we're sharing a microphone. Yeah, we're sharing a microphone. 
I see. I was all like, I've been, I've been on the audio sound kick lately. So I was all like, oh, um, just, just the one microphone. <laughs> it is fine. It's it, wonderful. It is fine. We can share our lives. Randy's we can not remembering our early days. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. early days when I'm on a headset mic and mm-hmm. <laughs> sound like I'm in uh, two rooms over. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So tune it live and loose, live and loose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, and we have a special episode. Uh, we are going to, we took, uh, we're going to, we have a bunch of questions. We have all kinds of, there's so many questions and we're going to supply as many answers as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. A little while ago, it was about a week ago now, we reached out on Twitter and then in a fu- a, 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 fupple, a, a couple <laughs> a couple Facebook groups uh, and asked if people had questions. They didn't necessarily have to be comic book questions, but we actually got a lot of comic book questions. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and uh, we've compiled those, and we're gonna we're gonna answer a big chunk of them today. That's the episode. Yeah, well, yeah. we're gonna do. We also have a letters page, which is basically the same thing. This is basically, like Jesse said in the pre-show or before the pre-show, this is like letters page, the episode. Yeah, cool. Yes. Yep. Let's do it. But first. Oh, okay. We got in-house news. Let's let's do this in-house. Let's. Okay. In-house it. Did did you have in-house news as well or Um, should I just launch in? Listener, next week, uh, the Grolic Cinematic Universe episode number one. We'll be hitting the Grox podcast feed. If you're subscribed to us, you don't have to do anything. It'll just show up. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and yes, on that episode, uh, we do. That episode really is a callback to episode 44, I believe it was, uh, in which we had Jasper join us and talk about summer movies. Well, this episode, this this new podcast is me and Jasper, and for the first episode, we discuss Baywatch, the, two- oh the 2017 with movie with The Rock. And Knight Rider 2000, the 1991 TV movie with the Hoff. Oh, hey. And then we figure out how these can become a money-making a universe. universe. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the slow-mo? <laughs> Is it the slow-mo? <laughs> no, we didn't really get into the slow-mo. <laughs> it's the soundtrack, isn't it? <laughs> what? Both movies were disappointing. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil <laughs> too much about what we talk about. But I will say, Knight Rider 2000. Very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, it's not the it's not the greatest. What, but okay, it's, well, it's better than their failed attempt at a reboot. I think I don't know. What do you guys when you hear Knight Rider? What are a couple of the things that come to mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> it did not have the song. Oh, yeah. Oh. And for me, also was the it, car. Yeah, it did not yeah, have the, tra- the car. Is it a Trans Am? Is that what it is? Yeah. And, how do they? Yeah. How is it Knight Rider without the car? Without Kit? Well, Kit's in oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh, they just don't have the car. They well, put him in a different the AI. Oh. They put him in a, what is it, like a 57 yeah. Chevy or something. Like yep. a baby blue. It, it's weird. It's weird. doesn't make sense. So, yeah, that was disappointing. But me and Jasper get all into it, especially the Knight Rider stuff because he's, he, he's a Knight Rider fan. So, maybe, okay. Maybe if he ever called me, I'd make that his ringtone. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know why he would. He wouldn't. <laughs> but, but I want you to have that ringtone, so I'm going to get I, Jasper your number and be like, call her so she could. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jasper, I need to borrow your phone. I need to call Mel. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That's it for Garlic-specific stuff. Uh, all this month, you know, if, if you're not a Patreon supporter, think about hopping over there and helping us out. And uh, all this month, I'm going to be uploading all kinds of random stuff. There's going to be some Garlic's music and some outtakes and different stuff. So, you know, think about checking that out. Patreon. And a clip montage. Yeah. 
Uh, all of our in the future predictions from year one, from our first year, I've compiled into a clip montage. It's about five minutes long of in the future. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are really good. Like, man, we really let it slide in year four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you. I think I picked up my game. <laughs> yeah, that's because you outsourced your writing. <laughs> I think I've um... my secret. I've been pretty consistent the entire time. Yours have been consistent the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I follow the same formula every time. Do you? Pretty much, yeah. What's your formula? My hmm. formula is I look up something that actually is supposed to happen in the future, and then I make it funny. That's a good formula. <laughs> huh. Oh, uh, Jesse's is oftentimes motivated by. <laughs> real world things that are irritating him at raw the rage and emotion <laughs> yeah. raw rage and <laughs> yeah, emotion yeah. <laughs> yeah the secret is I'm always angry <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright what other kind of what other in-house news we got Jesse um, well, from the EMC Podcast Network, we uh, have the No Coast Nerd show is uh, making its official launch. The last time that we talked about the No Coast Nerd, it was their um, like soft launch, like their almost like preseason, like episode zero kind of thing. Um, but they're back and uh, they are reviewing Black Panther. And I thought that might be uh, noteworthy since we are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that I have is... Uh, a uh, friend of the uh, of the podcast, Sekra underscore XP on the Twitters. Um, they're all involved in, uh, and by they all, I'm I'm talking about the Superior Squad. I'm talking about um, Superior Comic Show. Uh, very active on Twitter with the hashtag Do You Even Comic Book uh, discussion thread and movement. And they have a website that she writes for as well. Uh, and surprise, surprise, that URL is Do You Even Comic Book dot com. Which is a pretty good grab, if That's you ask me. That's a great grab. So, <laughs> it was a great URL. So I was kind of like, they couldn't possibly have actually gotten that URL. And they totally did. Yeah, that's really good. I'd imagine, though, the longer they are, the more likely they are to be available. You know? Yeah, probably. That's true. Not everybody can snag a podedit.com. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Hey, Listener, do you happen to be a podcaster? If so, visit podedit.com if you want to outsource your podcast editing to me. It'll sound great. Nothing like this episode because this episode is unedited. But other episodes, if they sound good, that's me. Yep. There's going to be an awesome commercial <laughs> that Randy's going to send out of his editing me. And that's pretty impressive because I talk fast. <laughs> I showed Melanie. I So I put together a little video for uh, one of my freelance profiles of a mm -hmm. Jesse clip. Uh, Jesse, you've seen it. Uh, oh, yeah. Of me, like, editing a clip of you from the pre-show. And Melanie's seen it. And she's like, do me next. So so, <laughs> so I got to do a clip of her. So, yeah. It was pretty impressive. I was like, oh, man, I um a lot. You I mean, did. See, that's, at least that day I did. It was like, boy, oh, boy. I'll, maybe I'll include a link in the show notes or something so people can see what I'm talking about. But uh, in that case, like, you did. But you don't, generally. You don't um like that. Right. I found it was like uh, I'd come across it, you know, and I was like, this is like the worst, like the most um heavy like thing I've ever heard Jesse do. Like, it's like the worst clip I could find of Jesse. And I was like, <laughs> perfect. It'll be dramatic. And actually, yeah, right. So the book, it's got the before and it plays through the clip. And then the after the edit, I actually cut one um from the before clip because there were, it almost sounded fake. It sounded like 
intentional. Oh, like I did it on purpose? Yeah. No, yeah, I, no it was actually that awkward that day. I, I, yeah. So <laughs> even the before clip, technically, I edited it because there was one too many ums. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but, uh, uh-oh, what was that? Oh, that comes through on the... Hold on, I need to silence my notifications on the computer. There's about, you know, four places you need to make notifications quiet. Or just don't have it notify you of everything. Well, those I do. Those notifications I do need. That means I have podcast editing to do later. Not on this episode, though, Grolix. <laughs> Speaking of podedit.com. Exactly. Uh, okay, what was the next in-house news? <laughs> that, was, that was all I had. So. Okay, okay. Well, I guess we should just get on with it. Let's do. Let's answer some questions. Let's get it. <laughs> well, first, I had uh, I had something come my way that I wanted to get you guys' reaction oh, on. Right? Do this first. Yes. Yeah. Let's just let's just jump into it. I think it 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 works well with what we've already talked about. Okay. And uh, it'll be a good segue into what we're gonna do next, which is answer questions. Right, so. Jump in. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. Well, live stream listeners. You're about to become live stream viewers because Melanie and I are switching on our cam. Oh. We're doing the reaction. We're, do, we're going to do a little reaction video right here in the middle of the episode. Boom. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> they react to turning on their own cam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you put it in the Dropbox. I put it in the Dropbox. You have no idea what this is. I have no idea. It just idea. says it's a surprise video. It's a video. Yeah, it is. But now you know it's a video. You gave it away. <laughs> okay. That's how, that's how much of a surprise it's this a was. It's a video. It's a video. Is that how the reaction channels do it? Is that how this works? <laughs> well, that was a good one. Like, comment, and subscribe. Okay. It's in Grolix. Jesse, four-year surprise. Okay. Yes. I don't know if there's... What? Oh, oh. I see a face. There's definitely sound. Hold on. I need to change it so we can't see the details. There we go. Okay. There's sound. Is it going to play on the radio? Oh, there's sound? Let's see. It's not... Let me think. Oh, can you hear this? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll be able to hear it. I don't know that the live stream will hear it. Okay. Do they need to hear it? Is it something well, that can be played on the live stream? Do we need to Grolix it? No. No, you don't need to Grolix it. Okay. We're good. Well, uh, Live streamers, I'm sorry. You won't be able to hear it. But um, depending what it is, uh, cool. the, the audio people later might be able to hear it. Okay. We're doing this. Let's do it. Maybe. Oh. It's I'm, doing stuff. It's something's thinking. Happening. Something's happening. Where? I don't know. It is thinking. Oh. Podcast hosted by Randy. Oh my god. Male. Well, most male are Randy. Melanie, female. And Jesse, male. Celebrating their fourth year with the podcast. The hosts are big Doctor Who fans. I hope they'll be small ones as well. And round ones and thin ones and square ones and all shapes of ones. On the podcast, Randy time travels with the use of a blink-a-thron. No, no, no. That's a blink-a-tron. And produces the show. Congratulations. Melanie is scared of sock monkeys. (laughs) And Jessie likes puppies. (laughs) Puppies or puppets? puppets? Well, anyway, good luck. Congratulations. Being four. How the hell did that? What did that? He yeah. What? How did? What did you do? How did? You, <laughs> how, how did you make this happen? Okay, <laughs> describe for the for the watchers what just happened, please. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm they sorry. Just sat in silence. <laughs> Live. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. Okay. So we just had we just watched a video of 
Uh, the doctor? The seventh doctor. Talk, uh, talking about us. Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, he was talking about us. He's talking, he's t- he, he knows I'm scared of sock monkeys. Just- he knows Mel's afraid of t- sock monkeys and I time travel with the Blinkatron. What? How How did this come to be? Yeah. <laughs> did, he, did you get his address or something? Because that's awesome. There, there, is a, there is a service. There's a uh, celebrity voice message service or whatever. And I thought, oh, well, this would be kind of fun to throw at you guys uh, for the four-year anniversary. Yeah, that's so, awesome, uh, dude. That's amazing. So what you do, you fill out, you basically fill out like a field of, of uh, information kind of stuff. And uh, so th- like a lot of the stuff that he was reading was the info that I put in the um, – like the text box, but then they react to it however they want. So, you know, uh, Randy is a male and most males are Randy. (laughs) So that's all him. That was all him. His reactions to sock monkeys and puppets. (laughs) His reaction to puppets. I was like, hey, man, don't judge. (laughs) That was was great. Yeah, I was not expecting. Holy crap. At first, I wasn't even sure that you recognized him. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't tell. But I, 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 I could. I didn't know I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> um, that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I want a copy of it. Yeah, of course. Okay. Sorry, live stream viewers, you didn't hear or see any of that, but that was awesome. You can watch my copy of it later if you want. <laughs> yeah, Mel will show you her copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll upload it. I'll, I'll cut it together with our video here reaction. I later. figured the audio version maybe will have the sound from it. Yeah, it will. I'll, I'll if, put it if in that's there. That's possible. Man, that was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> we didn't get you anything, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of bought my own present in this thing, so. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch it. It's for me too. I, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again, but I'm I I can't do it right now. I don't want to do it yeah, twice on rude. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Here, wh- watch us react again to something you can't see. Man, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. All right, turning cameras off. Holy crap! Thanks, Sylvester McCoy. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Sylvester McCoy. If you if if Sylvester McCoy listened to Grawlix and. He'd be able to hear us react to him. Uh, you can you can actually send the uh, the reactions to the company. Let's do that, <laughs> and they'll and they'll use it. Yeah, you, know, you know. So, uh, or they might use it. They might use it. So that is they will. That is fantastic. <laughs> that's aces. A- aces, yeah. <laughs> um, that's right, Professor. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. Good call on reacting a reaction thing for that because I was not expecting that at all. I didn't figure you would be, uh, and it was kind of a thing where I was I was worried that it wasn't going to get to us in time because it's all based on their availability, and they say like two to three weeks. But you know, if they're super busy, you might not get it at all. They might just refund your money, kind of thing. So, ah, was it was it available last week? Um, it was not. Uh, basically, it was. Um, Thursday, I think. Yeah, it was just a that I got message. that I got the. Uh, oh. Maybe that's the inexplicable reason for our emotionalness. We did. Re- we, we did record this last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it, it could have come at the very end of the month, and I was like, oh, "That's not going to be as much fun." But I mean, it'll still be fun. So we'll just we'll just see what happens. And it worked out. Worked out perfect. Sweet. Three, huh? Huh? We have three. Uh, three patrons. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we have three. Holy crap, we're moving up in the world. Yep. Um, okay, so, well, since the... Wow, that that's a, a pretty cool letters page segment right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, speaking of letters page segment, let's go ahead and, since we're kind of in that, let's let's do this 
Matthew Downs' letter before we get to the Q and A's. Okay. Okay. To the Q and A's, like it's a plural thing. It doesn't make sense. Um. All right. This is from well, not that long ago, last month. Matthew Downs says. Hello, hilarious huckster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you seem to have. No, I was just scanning through it real quick to make sure this is the right thing, the right one. Hello, hilarious huckster. I'm a, I'm a little short on time right now, so my typing and spelling isn't going to be... Okay, skip that. I really enjoyed the Grolix podcast episode 62. For me, it was a crossover. That was the episode with, with Patrick. It was a crossover classic with Patrick on that episode. Awesome. It was like Robin Williams guest spotting on Happy Days or Seth Green showing up on Angel. <laughs> Plus, I love how much Angel and Buffy stuff's coming up lately. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I just happened to watch that episode the other day, Patrick. Okay. Plus, you all talked about a comic that I've fallen in love with, Black Hammer. I have to say, it's probably one of my favorite ongoing series. Have you all checked out the spinoff series, Sherlock Frankenstein? Or the spinoff series. Sherlock Frankenstein is really good. I have I have not. Um, I'll continue this. this. This one is for you, Randall. But issue two is devoted to Cthulhu. Plus the rest yes. of the... Yes. Plus, the rest of the issues uh, introduce us to more of the rogues gallery in the Black Hammer universe. I really do recommend you read this series for fun, it, as it fleshes out more of the main Black Hammer story. What happened to all the superheroes? Um, yeah, uh, Sherlock Frankenstein. Um, who was it? Vince uh, Vince Dorse also recommended that to us when he oh yeah when he mm-hmm. seen that we were reading uh, discussing Black Hammer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. That more Black Hammer, and I'll check out Sherlock Frankenstein. Black Hammer is on sale uh, as part of the uh, – was it – like this weekend is um, Emerald City Comic Con. So they had like some kind of deal on all Dark Horse uh, comics. Oh. And, uh, so I picked up like the rest of the Black Hammer run that's out oh, kind nice. of thing. Because it's like half off. And I was like, yep, now's the time. Let's do it. But I didn't get into Sherlock Frankenstein yet because I still got to read what, what I haven't read. Heard a doggy? Uh, let's see. Now on to specifics to each of you. Maybe this is what he had also sent to that Jesse mentioned. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, he sent that on to uh, Patrick as well. Okay. Give that dog love. Give that dog love. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants food. That's what he wants. Oh, okay. Well, I'll go ahead and read the Patrick bit too. Patrick, I'm really enjoying your show still. He's talking about Make Dad Read Comics. Uh, still listening, and I'm glad to see that Dad is on, is on the mend. The Grolixers haven't stole this listener away from your show. Yet. <laughs> Yet. He did. That was Melanie's thing. Jesse, Randy, Jesse, Randall, and Melanie, I've officially finished listening to your archive. That is incredible. It is. Now I know right? all the inside jokes. Yes, and the wet blanket rebirth. Okay, good. So that was on the regular episodes. Mm-hmm. We were unsure of that. Well, I, I think it might have begun in the pre-show. That might have. It might have. Okay, but anyway. And to you, Scarecrow, your brains. Or, whoops, that's the wrong. That's a different email. So, yeah. Scarecrow, your brains. Well, take it easy because it was like Patrick and Jesse, Randall, and Melanie. And to you, Scarecrow, oh. your brains. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough. Uh, maybe there is enough random Wizard of Oz references in pop yeah. culture today. Yep, yep. Well, take it easy. And I look forward to many more Make Dad Read Grolics Comics podcasts. Matt D. Thanks, Matt. That was a good. That was a good email. And yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I like that one. Oh, I'm sober, but my keyboard has been drinking. Yeah, I'm buying. Sign off. <laughs> oh right. 
I think we should have a drunken Grelux one time. Oh, God. Yeah? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> or maybe just a drunken Melanie Grelux one time. I was going to say, I don't really drink. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and Jesse might get fired. <laughs> Let me tell you about the school system. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, there's, there's this time of the school day when I didn't even want to do my job. <laughs> Man, if, could, if I could get fired for talking bad things on uh, my work, I would have been fired a long time ago. <laughs> like that one time when I was like, my boss is an idiot and he's running the company to the ground. Hmm. <laughs> Let's try it again. Okay. Okay. He was there when I said it. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> as long as you say it to this face. Yeah. That's probably part of the reason we don't get along. Um, to now to the featured the featured segment. What are you doing? Do I have a bruise? I don't see one. Okay. <laughs> That's staying in. It's all staying in. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. All right. Um, okay. Do, do we want to start? Let's start with the Twitter questions, I guess. Okay. Then we'll jump to Facebook questions. Sounds good. First up on Twitter. This is from Sekra. We've mentioned Sekra several times. Uh, at Sekra underscore XP. And... She didn't really have a question. She just said no, but I always wanted to be the person to just say hi in your letters page se uh, section. Uh, unfortunately, I'm too lazy to write down the email address. Well, Sekra, we've already had you in our letters page segment. We just respond to your tweet, your tweets in our, as a letters page segment or yeah. uh, entry. So, so be as lazy as you want. Yeah. Yep. I just told her. Well, you you just did. You just were that person because I'm gonna read this in our thing. So <laughs> welcome to the anniversary show. Boom. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to feed them pretty soon. That's so if okay. There's a, if there's a question where I can bow out uh, well, and you guys just keep going, that might be good at some point. But Okay. Um, well, hey, I don't know. go ahead. And I don't know if there is one. But, go yeah. ahead, do it now. Do it, go ahead and feed those. <laughs> like, uh, he's just going to do that right in the mic if he could. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> it's 3.30. They waited. You should feed yeah, him. they did wait. They good, did good wait. Call. So it is, it's, their, it's their food time. This is this is the thing about doing it live, folks. you got to feed your dogs when you got to feed your dogs. Yeah, it's true. All right, yeah. Uh, I'll be right back. No problem. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's see. You know what? I think... Next time we should record at my house so that we can have a little bonsai. He hasn't been in the show in a while. He doesn't make a lot of, like, sounds, though. He rubs against the mic a lot. He does. That's, he rubs his butt static on the microphones. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He'll meow, I guess, if he's hungry mm -hmm. and stuff. But you're right. Yeah. Makes me miss him. Me too. Oh, and you know what? People that care, what they you don't, but if you did, I checked yesterday, or not yesterday, last week. To see how old Bonsai is in people years. Mm -hmm. And he's approximately 75, maybe slightly older because he's kind of an inside-out cat. And 75 is for an inside cat, but he's old and grumpy. He is an old cat. He's an old man. Yep. Grumpy old man cat. Spider buggy Bonsai. Yep. Who... <laughs> so then I picture, like, the whole spider buggy thing where it's like, you want to be a spider buggy? And me, like, making him fly around, like, running around with him. Yeah. Picture doing that to a 75-year-old man. <laughs> you want to be an airplane, airplane grandpa? <sighs> I don't, yeah, it kind of makes me rethink. Maybe I shouldn't do that to him, but yeah, and maybe that's why he just is like, "Uh, <laughs> come on, are you done?" And, and then just runs off when you, when you finally put him down. So, in anticipation of this next question, 
Yes. This is a list of the Polish books we've read. The okay. next question, I'll go ahead and read it, is from uh, the Roman Podcast. I was just on Roman Podcast not long ago. Yeah. Their, episode, their 100th episode. It was a good time. And uh, this was on uh, at Roman Pod and Cast. In your suggested poll list, what books were you pleasantly surprised by? Uh, what book? The book that you thought for sure was going to be terrible, but turned out pretty good. Okay. Now, here's a list. I don't have the full list of, I haven't updated this in a little while, a full list of all the poll list books we've pulled, we've covered. Okay. But, so the question is, what poll list book have we done that we uh, thought was going to suck and turned out pretty good? Okay. Hmm. It's a hard, for me, it's a hard, it's hard to say because there's not a lot of books that I go into thinking, oh, this is, like, there haven't been a whole lot of books where I kind of dreaded going into it. Yeah. Like, I thought, oh, this is going to, this is going to be crappy. Star Wars Dark Empire. Did I read that? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, you read it. We discussed it. That was a case of which I was not particularly excited and I was did not enjoy it. So Maybe Crisis... Wait, which one is the one? Is Crisis on Infinite Earth the ones where um, they had uh, the Flash like running back in time from wherever and... He like disintegrated and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that one. Oh, really? I, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be another long, like, all, everyone in the universe book. And it's going to be slow and it's going to take forever and it's going to suck a little bit. But it was not bad. It was long. It was and long. And it was everyone in the universe. This is true. But, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think it. I thought it was decent. Yeah, the pacing was okay. Or at least not as bad as I was worried it was going to be. That's a tough question. That's a good question. Um, it's tough because I don't know. I don't remember so much of this. <laughs> well, I mean, some of these are from, you know. Four years, almost four years ago now. So, I will say, okay. So, the second pull list book we ever did was Mouse. I did not think Mouse was gonna suck, mm-hmm. but I was not. <clears throat> uh, I was not looking forward to reading it because I knew right. for one it was gonna be depressing, but also like, yeah, I guess it's mainly that. I knew it was gonna be depressing. It was supposed to be good, but it just looked. It looked long and it looked like a schlog. And I was like, this is a very long book about Holocaust. Um, survivors and stuff and whatnot. So I was not looking forward to it. I didn't necessarily think it was going to suck. Um, but of course, it was a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I read it. And, you know, I mean, it does talk about the Holocaust, but it's more than that. It's I think it's a lot more about the relationship with him and his dad. Yeah. And maybe how the Holocaust had an effect on that. Yeah. More than anything. So I guess that's my answer. Okay, good. Is Jesse back yet? Nope, I don't think so. Well, too bad, Jesse. You don't get one. We'll, we'll, <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> we'll jump back to that one. Okay, we already did this one. Okay, here's something related. I need to figure out a way to mark these off once we've... Like that. Okay, this comes from... Speaking of podcasts that we've, we've been on. Uh, this comes from Patrick of Dad Read Comics. Or of Make Dad Read Comics. Sorry, his Twitter handle is Dad Read Comics. <laughs> we were literally just talking about him. Okay. What is something you covered in year one that you feel needs a reread in year five? Let's see. So in year one would be, it seems like from Saga back maybe. So, okay. So the books, specifically the Polis books that we discussed, I'm sure there are other random books. Oh, yeah. All the Swamp Thing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um we discussed Batman, Death of the Family, Death of the Family, specifically, mm-hmm. not Death in the Family, Mouse, uh, Punisher Max, Volume 1, We Three, Duncan the Wonder Dog Show, 
Afterlife with Archie, uh, I guess it'd be volume one. Actually, at the time, I th- we, we only had issues one through five. I think volume one is the first six, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvels, Superman, Red Sun, and a bunch of random Judge Dredd. I think that's pretty much what we did in the first year. Okay. So, and then a bunch of Swamp Thing. So I got the Swamp Thing. Yeah. So what do you think it would be worth a reread? Um, well, any of them would be worth a reread, but I would go myself either with Archie or Dunk and the Wonder Dog because I don't really remember what happened in either of those two <laughs> that much. I do not want to read Dunk and the Wonder Dog again. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm not. Yeah. You don't remember much of it, though. No. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. just saying of the of that list mm-hmm. that I wouldn't want to read again. Not in any kind of rush to read Mouse again. Um, I would say Saga of the Swamp Thing. Psh. We read it in year one. That's not on the pull list, though. And it was uh, No, I don't think he specified pre- pull list. Where? What is something you covered in year one that you feel needs a reread? Ugh, fine. S- Saga of the Swamp Thing needs a reread every couple years. Okay. And we need to discuss it again. No, I don't know. Maybe... Um, yeah, Afterlife with Archie is not a bad answer because I, I I actually have not read past that, and I would like to. I didn't feel like it. Like I I feel like I never read the end. Well, I, we didn't. Well, there you go. That, then that's the one. That's the one. Okay. Did did the dogs did the dogs eat Jesse? Maybe. If he got his hands a little too close, it's possible. I was when I was younger. I went to the farm in the in the summer every once in a while, and they told me once when I was young. You had to be careful when you were out by the pigs because if you fell and got hurt, they would eat you. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's not like they were just like trying to scare me. Like somebody got eaten by pigs and he had a heart attack though. But And so for a long, long while, I was terrified of pigs. Although I did take a baby pig home because I wanted to, I wanted him to live and he was a runt. And they were like, yeah, he's probably going to die. And I'm like, well, you can't just let him die. Yeah. <laughs> he's a baby. <sighs> All right. Sorry, I don't want to get too far ahead. Like I, I... <clears throat> Tony Danza. Oh yeah. Don't read. Don't read the. Don't read ahead in the questions. I don't want to get too far ahead of Jesse here because I'm curious as to his answers to some of these. Can I ask you a question? You can ask me a question. It's a question about the questions. Okay. Are there questions that aren't from other podcasters? <laughs> That one, Vince Dorse. He's not a podcaster. He's not? No. He's somebody, though. Yeah. Who is he? We we had him on our podcast once. I know. So he's somebody. He, he He's an illustrator. He did... Um, well, then he's still... He did, he's not a podcaster. Okay, he doesn't podcast. You're right. He, he did Untold... He does uh, Untold, Untold Tales of Bigfoot. <coughs> Vince is great. Vince is a webcomic. Yeah. And he does lots of other illustrated stuff. Yeah. And I believe he's done some print stuff. Well, I know Bigfoot's gone to print, but... It sends me, sends me stuff, too. Does it? Yeah, it does. Like, you know, Facebook stuff, because that's all I do, really, is Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. I like Vince. Hi, Vince. Hi, Vince. How's it going? I know he, I know he listens, That's which is awesome. Vince Dortz sounds like a you-could-beat-people-up name. Good job. You think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, he seems like such a nice guy, though. Well, I'm not saying he's not a nice guy. I'm just saying he sounds like he would be beefy. And... <laughs> He'll beat you up, <laughs> but be nice about it. Yeah. Uh, Vince is very active on, on Instagram. He, he comments on a lot of our Instagram posts, which I enjoy. I appreciate. I'm barely on Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm not on Twitter. Twi- Twitter? 
Um, well, let me ask you a question, Melanie. Okay. I love you. Well, I love you too. And for the listeners to hear. You hear our <laughs> love now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have a question. I just was trying to fill for time. We're going to move on. Okay, he's back? No. We don't know where Jesse went. He takes a long time to feel like feed his dogs, huh? The dog. Oh. They are creatures of habit. Okay. <laughs> he's back. The, yes, yes. Uh, so, lightning round. What, what I will respond to whatever you guys responded to as fast as I can. Okay, well, we did two questions. And okay. then we stalled a lot for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, yeah, it's okay. When they, when they eat, they immediately go out. Otherwise, they start that whole process of barking at me again. Oh. So, it, had to, it has to be food, potty. Yeah. Before they'll come back in. Wow. Sometimes I'm that regular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes they are too. Sometimes they aren't. And it takes us an hour to... But yeah. Okay, so two questions. I um, They're kind of related, so I, I hit these back to back. One from Roman Podcast on Twitter. In your suggested poll list, what book were you pleasantly surprised by? The one book that you thought for sure was going to be terrible, but turned out pretty good. Okay, uh, my answer for that is uh, bring on the bad guys. And not because I didn't like the content, you know, like I liked the content. It was one of my favorite books growing up. But I figured it would be like a really rough one to do an episode for. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, you know, for whatever reason, those wound up being pretty fun episodes because one of them we even had Dave on. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wound up being really fun, Uh, even if the reading process wasn't as (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wasn't as fun maybe i don't know like i knew the i knew i liked the content but i didn't know if it would go well for the show and it went better than i expected yeah that's one of the few we split up into two episodes yeah um that and what was it uh constantine yep not long ago a couple months yeah. ago we split yeah. into two episodes yeah that was those were fun episodes um Motor- motorcycle dog clowns uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was from patrick make okay. every comics what is something you covered? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I just said, yeah, yeah. Okay. What is something you covered <laughs> in year one that you feel needs a reread in year five? Oh, boy. Now, I, I'll just run this off real quick. The polis okay. bu- books we we read in year one, um, give or take a couple, because i assuming we went through episode 12 in year one. So, uh, right. Batman, Death of the Family, Mouse. Punisher Max Volume 1, We 3, Duncan the Wonder Dog, Show 1, After Afterlife with Archie, Issues 1 through 5, Marvels, Superman Red Sun, and uh, Miscellaneous Judge Dredd stuff. stuff. If, if I were going to do a do-over on any of those, it would be Superman Red Sun, because I don't feel like we had our, 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 our poo in a group. <laughs> now that you mention it, yeah, that's a good point, um, because... That was the one we went over to Jesse's house mm-hmm. and recorded with him and Holly, and none of us could remember what the book was. Yeah, what I know, happened which in the is book. ridiculous. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, in fact, I think I was like, wait, wait, what about this? And for me to do that, you know. <laughs> yeah, when you're the one, like, yeah. I said Saga of the Swamp thing since we talked about it in the <laughs> swamp oh, study. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot what Melanie's answer was. Uh, After Life with Archie, yeah. because we never really finished it. The, the, oh, okay. Series or whatever, or at least that. Oh, part. sure, because we just did volume one or whatever. Yeah, it didn't really go any f- much further that I'm aware of. Like they, 
they did volume one and then, I don't know, maybe maybe it did go on and I, I just need to go back and reconnect with it. I don't well, know. Exactly. Well, Randy was saying we did read issues one through five, but there there was a sixth. I feel like there was another, uh, maybe at least another yeah, issue. Yeah, I read saying. six because after that I was like, I'm going to subscribe to this because this is incredible. And then it never came out again. <laughs> well, did six feel... <laughs> and that's feel, when I dropped it. Did six feel like it, like... Like a conclusion? Clean, yeah, like an end. It, I, no, it, it was like a new thing. Like oh. uh, episode five kind of left on a pretty good like uh, zombie movie cliffhanger type well, that, of thing. You yeah. know, like like the end of a Walking Dead season or something well, where it's like, was, w- 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 now they're off wandering. I was thinking that I wanted a conclusion was why I wanted to read more of it. Right. A conclusion. No, they kind, of, uh, they kind of went a different direction with it. And they had like... Uh, I think it was Sabrina, the teenage witch, and they were like, uh, they were like sacrificing her to Cthulhu. It took like a really strange left turn. (laughs) Okay, next. Also, while you were gone, Melanie asked the question: Did we get any questions from people that aren't podcasters? And I said yes. (laughs) That's a fair question. Vince Dorse. I roll. So I roll with podcasters. That's online, like, and that's where I ask the questions. Yeah. Um, because yeah. these are all people that we interact with fairly often. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're mm-hmm. our pod friends, you know. Um, later, there's a bunch of questions from people that uh, – from a Facebook group that um, I don't know a lot of them. So I thought that would be fun too to get, que- you know, questions from people that don't know who we are. Yeah. All right. Um, but back to our pod friends. Uh, Dustin Smothers from, as Jesse mentioned earlier, uh, No Coast Nerd. And he runs the uh, Pro Wrestling Iowa Network. Um what is the greatest comic crossover of all time? Did we do this one, Jesse? No, we didn't. We talked okay. about it, but we di- we didn't actually do it. The greatest cro- comic crossover of all time. He is partial to uh, Maximum Carnage. I'm not sure what the greatest comic crossover of all time is. That's that's. Yeah, I don't know about of all time. Uh, or I, I guess you're. It fr- hasn't been invented yet because. <laughs> right, right, right. We'll get to. We have another question that ties into this too. We'll get to. Um, I'm going to say, okay, not that this is necessarily the best story. And technically it's, I mean, it is a comic crossover, but it's a crossover of two non-comic properties. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, and I have reasoning here, the Doctor Who Star Trek. I love the Doctor Who Star Trek crossover. Because that's really what pushed me into buying comics again and getting like heavier into comics. And I'm not even that big of a, I'm not like a Trekkie. Mm-hmm. But I like Doctor Who, and when I seen the cover, I know I've talked about this probably years ago at this point. When I saw the cover, there's one of the issues that has a cover where it's like like a, like a split cover. On one side, it's it's a Borg person, and on mm-hmm. the other side, it's a Cyberman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, of course, of course. And yeah. actually, Star Trek might have stole some stuff from Doctor Who. I discovered with the whole like the resistance is futile. That didn't yeah. that didn't originate with Star Trek. Yeah, but. <laughs> So for me, I'm going to say that. Not that it's necessarily the best comic series, and technically they're both comics based on non-comics properties, but uh, it's responsible for getting me back into comics. And it needs to be a crossover. It needs to. Yeah. Okay. So that's my answer. Good one. I like like that crossover. Yeah. It it was good. It was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And you got to go through a whole bunch of Doctors. Yeah, it did. It jumped back to the fourth Doctor at one point. The fourth Doctor and the classic Star Trek crew, mm-hmm. like a little weird flashback. So that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it was good stuff. And the old style Cyberman in that one. Mm-hmm. Suckface. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, Mel, do you have one? No. No. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with two. One I think is actually a really good crossover, and one is the one that I remember most. Um, so I'll go with the one that I remember most, and that's uh, Executioner's Song. It's an X-Men uh, crossover that had uh, – it was all the X-Books basically, and it was uh, a kind of a cable-led um, storyline where uh, basically his – twin from the future or his clone twin from the future comes back. Uh, his name is strife and he's, uh, like he basically has, uh, Xavier on death's door and he unleashes the, I think he unleashes, uh, Oh, it's a techno organic virus, which is like the one that he, uh, uh, cable had as a, as a baby where they sent him into the future so that he wouldn't have the medical technology to stay alive kind of thing. Um, that was when I was reading, X-Men a lot. So I really enjoyed it. And so like my favorite characters were in X factor at the time. And so they got to play with all the other characters and they even had like nods back to, um, this really obscure limited series called fallen angels (laughs) where, uh, siren from X-Force at the time, uh, had traveled with, uh, uh, multiple man, Jamie Madrox from X factor. And they had kind of like a love interest thing, but it wasn't really him. It was his dupe. Cause he can make copies of himself mm-hmm. and they kind of addressed it. Like they went, they actually, it was kind of a deep cut kind of reference where they were like, Oh, Hey, we haven't seen each other for a while. Sorry about that. That was my dupe. Uh, I mean, I remember it, but it's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> they had this whole like awkward interaction thing. So that's, that's probably my, one of my favorites, but if I'm going to give it to like, what's the greatest, um, I think civil war did something that, uh, hadn't been done or hadn't been done in a long time in terms of making a uh, making a storyline actually relevant to all the books in a in a really good cohesive way cuz you know like a lot of events it's like okay crisis on infinite earth so the sky's going to turn red in swamp thing <laughs> yeah yeah you know but like in in marvel civil war you had to they had to address it you know, at least at least a little bit and say, OK, so this this group, this superhero, they are on the side of Captain America. This group, this superhero, they are on the side of of Tony Stark and Iron, Iron Man's side. And they kind of had to have a story that at least touched on it. So as far as crossovers go, I feel like Civil War was a pretty good one, even if I don't really think they stuck the landing, mm-hmm. which tends to be a problem that all modern crossovers kind of have is failure to stick the landing. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> All right. Up next, Vince Dorse at Vince Dorse. He was on uh, one of our interview episodes quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about him earlier this episode already. Hey, happy anniversary. Where do you guys see yourself in another four years? See, he's oh, man. A, he's, he's, a, he's a sweetheart guy. Look at that. Yeah. Um, happy four years. So where do we see... I'm assuming Grolics, right? Where do we see Grolics in four years? <laughs> Man, yeah. that's a good question. That is a good question. Uh, I'm going to say... It's like an interview question, too. You know, like a job interview. Like, what's your five-year plan? I'm going to say in another four years... I'm very interested We in will this. have more comfortable chairs. Oh, yeah. And some different equipment. Yeah. And everything else will be pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I buy that. 
I think it has to do with uh, telecoms stripping us of our ability to do things for free. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. yeah. <laughs> I took a dark dystopian future turn on this question. Uh, no, I, I think I, I agree with Mel. In as much as uh, you know, as in as much as things won't change, then we won't change a whole lot. I mean, yeah. like it'll be very similar. But in as much as things change. We will have to change, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say, yeah, I, that's a good point. Jesse makes a good point with that stuff. I guess it depends if if the podcast landscape in general depends how drastically it changes. Obviously, we'll have to change along with that if it does. And I kind of feel like it will at some point before long. Um, right. But I can tell you in uh, approximately less than two years maybe a, a year and a half, we'll probably stop doing future predictions. Really? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I'm figuring, I'm trying to figure out a, a narrative way to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love future predictions. Well, maybe I won't. We'll see. We'll see how you feel about future predictions on episode, like, 99. We'll okay. see what happens. Okay. Uh, yeah. But um, I think we'll I think we'll see more like audio drama stuff too. Like like assuming thing this everything stays kind of the same. Like I think we'll see more of that kind of fun stuff, like uh-huh. corollary uh Grolic stuff. I'd like to see, you know, like cinematic universe. Like I'd like to see where that stuff goes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Maybe maybe one day I'll actually do something. What do you <laughs> mean? Oh, for the for the show? <laughs> well, you can no, I've been I've been do supposed paintings. to do lots of things. You can do paintings for Grolics and I did. Okay, you're right. They're done. No, <laughs> I um... did. They're done. <laughs> they are done. Now, I do hope to because I've been super busy. I do hope eventually, and this ties into a little bit outside of Grolics, but I would like if I could push, if I could pull on more clients and push towards being like a full time freelancer. Although I realize that kind of requires more hours than a normal job does. But if I could get a lot of my the technical tedious stuff of podcast editing done during quote unquote work hours, and then have my other time to do for, to free up, I I think I could do more supplemental Grolic stuff. Yeah, more right. Patreon stuff. Um, eventually, I'll get over my my temper tantrum over YouTube and start doing more YouTube stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's kind of affected me too. Like I haven't done anything this year. What? Like one, I've done one video, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I mean, we, yeah, we, we've been busy, but also like, I know we weren't. It affects making, your motivation. Exactly, we weren't making money off YouTube anyway, but like, it's, I get hung up on principles of things sometimes. Probably and it just made, like, soured me. Probably make a hundredth of a cent here and there. Here and there, yeah. Um, but okay, I mean, four years is also a long time. Yeah, we'll be we we will be in the triple digits episodes i know that much yeah 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 all right neil and this is from neil and johnny at neil and johnny on twitter neil and johnny drink in the park you know this is going to be special (laughs) (laughs) who would win in a star trek arena style fight the third doctor or tony danza the third doctor yeah that dude was in the military yeah 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 i'm gonna have to yeah exactly I, i mean i'm gonna have to go with that Tony Danza. Was it throw, was it throw down between him and the master? Uh, oh man, what was that? Like the Sea Devils episode? 
Like they get into a knockdown fight. Plus he's got the Venusian Aikido. Yeah. Doctor, <laughs> third doctor, hands yeah. down. Yeah, and Tony Danza seems like the kind of guy that might have like um, street knowledge of fighting. Like he maybe gotten some tuffles on the street. Mm-hmm. But yeah, third doctor all uh, the way. I think he seems. More, I think Tony Danza seems like the kind of guy who talks a lot of smack. But then when you like go get into it, then he he would like cower and be like, "Don't hurt me." <laughs> or he just like have some kind of smart aleck quip, and then then we would just have like a laugh track go. And yeah. then you're like, like do one of those sideways smirks kind of thing where you tilt your head and you just smirk and you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. From Parlapod at Parlapod, who would you guys pick, which is a, a good podcast, by the way, who would yeah. you guys pick to helm a new Swampy ongoing? Debate all you want, but the final decision must be unanimous. Who do we want on a new Swampy ongoing? And we all have to agree. Jeff Lemire. Is that the guy that did Animal Man? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. <laughs> that's a good pick. And he wouldn't have necessarily been my first, my go-to. But during that time when he was doing Animal Man and Scott uh, Scott Snyder was doing Swampy, mm-hmm. I was kind of enjoying Animal Man more. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he was enjoying exploring the whole idea of like the, what are the, what do they call the it? Parliament? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. He, he seemed to be enjoying that whole thing. Yeah, I think if he was on Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing instead of Animal Man, he would have had a lot more to work with. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. And as it is, he did some really interesting stuff with Animal oh, Man. Yeah, it just did. pushed the whole thing into the Swamp Thing territory of the old the DC mythology. And Yeah, but I don't like him having little children to work with, so let's put him back on Swamp Thing instead. Because they tend to die? Yes, yes. I'm not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so how about... I want to see... Speaking of Afterlife with Archie, I want to see F- Fran... What was it? Oh, was it Francisco oh, Francavilla? Yeah, yeah. I want to see I want to see him on the art for it because he... Yes. He posted a Sold. thing on Twitter the other day where it was like Man-Thing fighting Swamp-Thing. And he's like, somebody just give me a thing to draw. I want to draw a thing. Man-Thing, Swamp-Thing. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was good. But I was like, yeah, he's... I love his horror-themed work, mm-hmm. and yeah. he'd be an interesting artist to see on Swampy for a while. Sounds good. I mean, I'm good with that, too. All right. It's unanimous. We we got the... Man, that's a dream team right there. Yeah. Make it happen, internet. Oh, okay. man. Is it, has it, is it happening? Um, what's his name? Um, Greg Capullo keeps talking about wanting to do a Swamp thing or in the works oh. to do a Swamp thing. His style, I think, would be awesome because he does... Oh, yeah. He handles like he came from Spawn, and also like a lot of that, a lot of him and Scott Snyder's Batman was very horror feeling. So like he comes mm-hmm. from that world, and I think he'd do some awesome Swamp Thing art. When thinking about how he would do like the overgrown, um, oh yeah, leafy thing, and uh, was it Batman Year Zero or whatever or Zero Year Zero Year? Yeah, like yeah, I could I could see that. All right, the cover. At the covert underscore nerd, covert nerd, which is also another like he's a he's a fairly new podcaster, but man, his stuff's good and interesting, um, and local to us, right? Like yeah, he's he's, based he's out, out of Lincoln. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. No, we don't want to meet. He no he <laughs> <laughs> he does want to come over here sometime. I'm I'm a little worried. Uh, this is doesn't mean anything to anybody, but I'm a, I'm a little worried. I might I might have to bail on my original like that big crossover plan. I don't know. It's, oh. it's not coming together quickly, and man, I just don't know if it's going to work out right. Right. But he he was wanting to come over here to record that at some point. We'll see. 
at Covert Nerd, he asks, who do you think has the best titles as far as as far as comic publishers go? The independents or the big two publishers and why? Um, go ahead. Independents. Yeah. Uh, by far. By far. Okay, so I'm going to say, even though, so between the big two, I read much more DC because I like their characters. But as far as like the best titles, like the best books, I'm going to have to go independents too. Like mostly image because they get a lot of interesting yeah. creators and they've, Dude, there's so many good series that have come out of them. I'm, I'm going to agree. It's going to be yeah, clean sweep on this one. Uh, and basically, my answer is, I mean, it's kind of a non-answer, but it's like the best, I, I think some of the best characters, some of the longest lived characters are in the big two, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they have so many dang readers. But I think some of the best creators working are by far currently in the indies there or at least in image and and the more independent publishers where they foster creative owned work yeah exactly exactly thank you i think more interesting stories come out of there yeah the, they have more freedom exactly because there's not they're not censored like they are with the the bigger publishing companies yeah they can kill their da- darlings and not have to worry about oh well we're going to have to bring them back somehow mm-hmm. he he also asked what is the best book you have read for the podcast that's tough I don't know about best, but obviously we covered a whole bunch of Swamp Thing because that's one of my I was favorite say, series Swamp Thing. of all time. I was say, Alan Moore, Swamp yeah, Thing. Yeah, uh, so that's hard to beat. But I don't know. I'm going to say maybe – well, I know I really do like Swamp Thing, but just to be different, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Saga. Oh, yeah. Speaking Saga's of good too, yeah. Yeah. Well, and Black Hammer was really good too. Yeah, it was. Uh, we, I, we read some Invincible. That was yeah. really good. yeah. Yeah, we've read a lot of good stuff, but yeah, those are definitely some of my favorites there. Oh, Darwin Cook. I really dug that. Mm-hmm. What's Darwin Cook? Uh, New Frontier. Yeah, DC oh. New Frontier. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, Covert Nerd. Next comes from Eddie Fosler. <laughs> oh, yeah. At Fuzzy Optimus on Twitter. And he's from uh, Daydream and Instruction Manual, yeah? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and a lot of other <laughs> a lot of other podcasts, too. He's also on... Uh, he, uh, He-Man podcast called Make Eternia Great Again. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, he's on a kind of a nerd-themed uh, fitness podcast called Falcon Punch Thunder Dads, where they talk about being dads who are nerds who also work out. Uh, he's on a, another dad-themed podcast called Paranormal Dads, uh, where they talk about stuff like Bigfoot. And uh, I'm surely forgetting some. I mean, like he's on just a crazy amount of uh, of podcasts, and they run the uh, podcast arcade uh, network of podcasts. I love their website. They have such it's 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 the simple design design, but it's so cool. It's basically you go there, and then there's a bunch of arcade cabinets with each podcast logo, and I enjoy yeah. that quite a bit. Um, did he have? Okay, so here's the Twitter the tweet I have copied over. I don't know if he had a follow up, but uh, basically he's wondering about super awesome beard tips and tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and and so here's here it is. Don't get one. It will control your world. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though, because like if you do nothing at all, that's how you get one. But <laughs> that's how you get one. Yeah, but if you need to m- maintain it, if you don't want it to be an unruly mass like Cthulhu, then <laughs> yeah. 
And if I you- joked uh, on their podcast, they interviewed me during Okamicon, and I joked that it's like a constant battle, like the morning ritual is a, is a battle, and I'm like breaking glass, and it's just like a fight. It's like there's a street fight happening in my bathroom while I try to get ready for work in the morning, and uh, I stand by that. Well, Randy uh, sometimes lets his go a little, <laughs> and uh, he just recently realized, and I don't know why it took him so long. I have to maneuver through his beard to give him a kiss sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. She does. And I didn't realize there's a specific head neck movement to like get clean access to my lips. But it, there is. It's it's funny. So I try to keep this the stash trimmed up. I know this much. I cannot. I, I am terrible at maintaining it, at shaping it. And it's tough. It's tough. And if you look up like <laughs> videos and instructions on how to like shape a beard you get a whole bunch of hipster stuff and i'm like well that's not really what i want i just want a normal right. beard and I'll, i've even i've even asked other like guys be like first off no guy reacts well when you come up and you're like man your beard looks good like nobody they don't <laughs> react well <laughs> right, right right but i worked with this one guy once when it it just was it was a fine beard it was just perfect because it was just like always the right like length of everything that's how do you how do you do that he's like i just i just trim it I'm like <laughs> it doesn't tell me anything, but, yeah, but you, you have you have unruly hair. Yeah, all over, not just your, I mean your beard hair and your hair hair is is difficult to. It doesn't work with you. Maybe you should just need to go to a barber and have him fix your beard. I know, but it, I don't know how much that costs. Like I got beard money. It's cheap. Barbers are cheap. <laughs> okay, well that's not a bad idea actually. That's my trip. That's my tip then. Go go to a barber. Go go to a barber. <laughs> pay pay people to do it. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I'd say get a good pair of scissors, a good pair of uh of beard trimming shears for sure cuz uh the wrong pair of scissors is not going to work. Well, all I know is a guy can get his hair cut for like $7 and a girl has to pay like 80. So just go to the barber. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of it cuz you can. Fair enough. All right. And now we're going to hop over to the Electronic Media Collective. We have a few questions. Actually, we've had some questions from people from the network already, but we have a couple more from them. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am so bad with this name. Um, oh, I know which one you're talking about, Brown. <laughs> Want me to read it? Hold on. I apologize. I probably, like, I've listened to the show and I know he's said it several times. I've heard other people say it too. <laughs> it's a great Celtic name if, if it's who I think it yeah. is. Yeah. How would you say that? Yeah. Um, is it just like. Duroff Mayor? Duroff. Yeah. Is it just Dura? I apologize, man. I do. Your name. <laughs> He's the host for The Kickout, which yes. is a pro wrestling uh, podcast out of Ireland. They're yeah. on the network. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. I, oh, I should have muted it. It's all going in. <laughs> We're doing it live. Doing it live. All right. He asks, what comic series would you like to see? Would you like to be made into a live action movie? Wait, say it one more time. I read it weird. What comic series would you like to be made into a live action movie? That is not obviously already made into one. Yeah. Um. Hmm. hmm. That's tough. I know somebody's working on Invincible. Really? And I'm nervous about what that'll be. That's my whole thing is that I like comics because they're a good place to tell that story. A lot of times things don't transform transfer into live action very well yeah and i don't i don't, i wouldn't want to put some of my favorite stuff into live action because it's it's risking it turning into a piece of crap mm-hmm. so i don't know 
Something where everybody is just looks like people. Oh, you know, how about, and I never finished the series. I know the series, I believe, is concluded. But how about, and I think I've mentioned this before, uh, Revival. Yeah, Revival would work. Something like that would be great. Oh, I we there we have. There was a uh, like a 30-day comics challenge question uh, from Superior Comic Squad mm-hmm. like this. And Revival or uh, that that comic book with like Lewis and Clark um, – that was that Manifest Destiny? Manifest, Manifest Destiny. Destiny. Something like yeah. that. Like a, a cool horror suspense comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are just, you know, perfect for uh, being well translated to a movie. Yeah. I want to see something sure. like that. I, I think this one's going to come up for me again later, but uh, at the redi- at the risk of being redundant later, um, I'm thinking Valiant Comics uh, Faith. I think mm-hmm. that's a clever premise for a movie if you did it right. Obviously, you don't want to get into like all of her backstory, but she's kind of a of a character who is a superhero who is also a fan of superheroes. Like she's a nerd that just happens to wind up having powers also, and I oh, think that would be a really fun female led comic book movie. And she's chubby. Yeah, and that's good. Yeah, I mean for she's you know. a normal yeah she's a normal looking person you know yeah good oh wrong tab okay. Also, what comic character would make a good trans- transition into wrestling and then vice versa? What wrestling gimmick would work as a comic book series? Man, I'm going to say as for like a good translate, there's so many like of the superhero comics that I think just would you'd be able to slot them into wrestling a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of the characters. I was thinking Booster Gold would be a great Ooh, pro wrestler. There you go. Yeah. He would just come in and be like, I'm from the future and I know I'm going to win on Sunday at SummerSlam. That's that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect because yeah he's 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 a uh, and isn't his power cocky. like he's isn't he just like like kind of a technologically advanced uh athlete like isn't that already his shtick is he's just kind of slightly augmented in terms of physical prowess yeah. otherwise he's just like a normal dude from the future yeah yeah and he's cocky so that'd be that'd yeah be good. booster gold would be a rad pro wrestler Good answer. So, how about a wrestling gimmick that would work as a comic book series? I th- I th- I think you have to go even more outlandish. Like the more outlandish the wrestler gimmick, the better for the comic. So, I'm thinking like the Undertaker could pull off a pretty mm-hmm. fun comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, uh, Broken Matt Hardy. I think his shtick might actually work better as a comic book at this point than it's actually working on TV. Uh, Sting would be fun if you did it right. The Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers. <laughs> the Bushwhackers would be great. Oh, wow. If you if you had a team up between Bushwhackers and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, was <laughs> yeah. wild. What was it? Was it uh, zombies versus or pro wrestlers versus zombies? And I don't know that that movie was any good, but you had all these epic wrestlers like Matt Hardy, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, Roddy Piper fighting zombies. That's a thing that exists. Yeah, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Oh, oh, I have it. I have Amazon Prime right now. I, I might I might have to. It sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Th- that was fun. Que- that, those were fun questions. Um, Pat McNellis from the Awesome Sunday Show, uh, who is somebody we really need to we need to do a crossover with sometime. Uh, who are your favorite comic book writers? And do you think the Flashpoint movie will reset the DCEU? And if so, what changes do you expect? And also, th- thanks, Pat, for the congratulations. Favorite, yes, thank you. Favorite comic book writers. Uh, for me, um, Alan Moore, uh, 
Tom King, Scott Snyder. I know there's got to be some more classic guys I can throw in there. Who's the guy that fights with Alan Moore? Grant Morrison? <laughs> Grant Morrison. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Invisibles messed me up on him. <laughs> right. right. I, li- I do like I do like Grant Morrison a lot. I do like Grant Morrison a lot. And for a long time, I was like, you know, he's weird. Like, his stuff's weird, but I don't see why people get so down on him. But I kind of do a little bit now. And that yeah, he's still good, though. Unfortunately, you have like a lot of these classic writers hit a point where they should have just stopped, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like I would have put Frank Miller in my in my group. But like he hit a point where he's just crazy now. <laughs> it's like not anymore, but early Frank Miller. Yeah. So like early, early Frank Miller, um, some of the Grant Morrison stuff, uh, particularly his runs on DC books. Um, Peter David. Uh, I still dig on Peter David. Uh, some Simon Furman stuff from the UK comics um alan moore i don't know people's names i don't i don't remember names but i know there's somebody that i like that's been written several things that i've read stan sakai who did why the last man why the last man is that brian k vaughn if it is that's perfect yeah i think it is if it is that's perfect because that's who i was going to say for you yeah because oh because saga saga too. Yeah. yeah yeah see there you go there you oh go. yeah you're a brian k vaughn fan and you don't even know it because some of your favorite stuff is hidden yeah was it isn't he the one that does stuff that people like yeah he's the is one that, that does War- stuff people like him, him and warren ellis but <laughs> like, i mean look i mean oh wait no, oh my god no, yeah hold on he, hold does, on. he oh. didn't do all that oh, okay i'm trying to find a good list here for you what is these skinny bald white guys <laughs> <laughs> lex luther <laughs> where's his no where's his more interesting stuff where to go He's done a bunch of Swamp Thing. I don't think I've read any of his Swamp Thing stuff. I need to. Yeah, Why the Last Man, Pride of Baghdad, Baghdad. Uh, Saga, Paper Girls. I like Saga. I like Paper Girls. We Stand on Guard. I haven't read them. Patrick and his dad uh, talked about that not long ago on their their show. (gasps) He's done some Buffy. (laughs) But, okay. Okay, so yeah, there's a couple. Now, who did Preacher then? Preacher and uh, was that oh was that that's Warren, Ellis? Warren Ellis right yeah, yeah you're also a Warren Ellis fan yeah oh and Darwin Cook yeah throw him in there um Kevin Smith before he went all Kevin Smithy mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know I, you know get well soon Kevin <laughs> yeah yeah that's craziness that was scary that was scary what's this oh okay Whatever. well I don't need to spend time looking through people's uh, yeah you think yes. it's the idea yes. We like a lot of things. All right. Oh, and who was it? Man, he, he moved over to Marvel, so I not intentionally, but I just stopped reading his stuff because I don't read a lot of Marvel stuff. I remember this. Um Charles Soule. Oh yeah. Is like seems Oh, like he left? Place. Wasn't I, he on Superman making Superman great again? <laughs> I am not sure. I'm so out of the loop at this point. Like he might be back, but I know I know after Swamp Thing he Went almost. I think he might have went exclusive exclusive to Marvel for a while. Is that the guy that was like a lawyer and was writing like fourteen comic books or something? He's a yeah. He's a lawyer. Has his own practice. Was writing many many series at the same time. Several series at the same time. I think he had like a rock band or something like. Yeah. Just I don't know how. One of those how, people. How do you do it? How do you be? How are you doing that all the time? He has a secret twin. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Skip that one, I guess. <laughs> or or not. No, you can skip it. Okay. Next. You already answered it anyway. Okay, we already covered that one. Or Okay, 
this is going to sound confusing. Me and Jesse, some of these questions we will answer next episode because we're not going to be able to get to all of them this episode. And where I, we also cover uh, owl girls. Yes. And I um, do not follow many Marvel things, so that's probably a portion of it. Um, did we do this one? If you could have... Okay, this is asked by uh, David from the uh, Hypotheticast, which is a pretty good name, Hypotheticast. Um, if you could have a 13-episode television series made from one comic book, any comic book, what would it be? This is kind of like a question we already had, but more of a TV series instead of a movie, which does kind of change the dynamic of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. That would probably be better for Invincibles yeah. than a movie structure. Yeah, that's true. Maybe uh, Fables. Oh, that's interesting. The Crow. You could probably stretch out The Crow a little bit and make it a little more interesting. Oh, there has been a Crow TV series, too, there but it looks bad. But it, it needs to stop at 13. <laughs> just, yeah. Just one season. Just one season. Like stop a, at 13. Give you a chance to breathe. But, yeah. I like that specification. I think that I like this question because that's a good specification. Because then that puts in my head, you know, like a limited series... Maybe Netflix or, you know, something produced for uh, one of those services where they have, they put quality into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm or the happy. mask. The mask could be fun, too, because it kind of has a natural ending point. And you could have a couple of different people wearing the mask, but one one character that's kind of actively chasing it the whole time. How about Afterlife with Archie? Ooh, that'd be good. I, I've tried Riverdale. And there's aspects of it I like, but I just cannot. I can't. I can't get into it. So how about throw some zombies in that thing, do a season like that, and I'll watch that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, because there's some things that work kind of like that. Not exactly, but similar in nature. And we started watching it. We watched like an episode or two, but then we just fell off of it. Yeah. I mean, some shows, even if they're kind of decent, just, you know, they don't have the hook when there's so much to watch. All right. Um... Joshua Bowman. Josh, what is... Oh, no, we've already done... Sorry, Josh, we're going to do yours uh, next episode. Also, David had another question that we will do next episode, too. And that one we did... Okay, so a lot of the... (laughs) Underdogs, you know who you are. Um, A lot of these we will do next episode, so I apologize for that, but... So skip everything. Here we go. Victoria Rogers. And where is Victoria from? She's from the Broadswords podcast called the Broadswords, where they play D&D. She's, awesome. she's the DM. That's a great name. She's the DM, um, and it's an all-woman D&D game cool. role-play podcast, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a pun. Yeah. Like that. Uh, what, which comic series would you recommend to someone who is generally turned off by the sexualization of women in comics? This is where I'm redundant. I'm going to go with Faith. Because mm-hmm. I think she is uh, a pretty well-written character that uh, is not designed – she's not designed to uh, – be sexy or not sexy. She's just who she is. I'm thinking she has relationships and, you know. Yeah. I'm thinking Raising Rachel. Oh, yeah. Would be pretty good. They, I mean, I guess they're attractive, a couple of the characters, but that's not necessarily their purpose. Although there was, there is a character or two maybe that uses their attractiveness for evil things. But again, it's not like... Not like every woman character is super sexualized. Right. And... In fact, they I mean, they show... Some of the more attractive people in very, very unflattering ways. Mm-hmm. Gross. It's nasty. You like that. I've not, I haven't read any of that. Oh, it's good. You like that series a lot. It's, it is really good. And it's. I think it's totally a chick series, though. Yeah? Yeah. Um, 
I I I was thinking maybe revival. Mm-hmm. Revival would work. I don't think, and those that's a series with um, several. Like it seems like the, the most the main characters are women, but I don't think they're ever treated in a way that's not. They're they're drawn attractively, but I don't think they're ever treated in a way that's overly sexualized. They just mm. seem kind of real. I mean, the they you know the like, one chick got knocked up by somebody, then he murdered her for it. So that's kind of but. Yeah, that's I would not, also say um, great. <laughs> <laughs> Girls with slingshots was a web comic that uh, hits all the way across the spectrum and has characters that are, you know, like they're asexual. Like literally, they are, they're not even interested in sex. So I haven't really read more than that little bit of Paper Girls that we read. But I, was I bet about, that was. I was just about to say, how about Paper Girls? Because I mean, they're yeah. they're they're young girls, so it'd be super creepy if they sexualized them. But you know, it's yeah. And I guess, <laughs> to an extent, why the last man is like just all kinds of women up in that thing. So how can you say they're sexualized when there's like they're really sexualizing the man there? It's kind of like the point of that book, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. They're like he's just here to give us baby juice. Come on, baby juice. <laughs> okay, so Victoria had another question, which is pretty good. If you could cross two supervillains together to create the ultimate villain, who would you choose and why? Hmm. Deadpool and the Joker, because now he can't die. Interesting. And he's utterly insane. But Deadpool's a good guy. Man, not really. Well, not originally. Nah. Eh. <sighs> and he's like, um, he's like any villain that people like enough. Eventually, they have to make him at least an anti-hero so they can get away with selling a solo book based mm. on him, you know? Yeah. And have him be kind of redeemable. Super villains. I don't know why. I like this question, but I'm having a, I'm kind of running up against a wall on it. Yeah, no. Okay. What? Good. Uh, no, I, I don't have anything. Oh. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd and Kilgrave. Oh, Kilgrave. <laughs> we have big okay. purple, a big purple gorilla <laughs> <laughs> that can control you and read your mind. Yeah. Wow. I'm on board with that. Right? <laughs> Great babe, eat your heart out. No, literally. Or how about like... um. Professor Pig and somebody who's actually smart because Professor Pig's <laughs> such a cool, weird-looking villain, but he sucks because he's just crazy, like to the point to where I'm like, I don't know why he like he couldn't he couldn't ever really accomplish anything because he's kind of that. So like the Riddler, like somebody who's too smart that like gets in his own way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Throw Professor Pig and the Riddler together. And that'd be an interesting villain because you've got somebody who's actually scary because the Riddler is sorry kind of a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally, but uh, but also like then is super intelligent and could actually yeah. pull off a, a intricate plan. I'm gonna. I like the Kilgrave. That was good. I like that suggestion. But I want to put him with somebody who actually has some awesome. Superpowers, like so, we could freaking just fly and be fly and c- control people. Yeah, if he if you could control everybody and say Magneto, how about that? Put him and Magneto together, and he could just fly around mm. on a piece of metal, block That's everything that comes at him. All he could and do he's is a lot of purple. He would be invincible. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. Plus, he's got that. Yeah, he's got that helmet that would protect him from a prophet, Professor Xavier type. Right there, you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Would that let his power through? Yeah, because his was based on um, something about sound. Oh, that's right. That's right. Thank you, Victoria. Those are great questions. Uh, Scott 
from History Pod. Uh, if you could, if you could take your favorite character and place them in a historical period or event, who would it be, and when would you send them to? Hero again, or just a favorite character? Favorite character in a historical event. There's, there's always swampies. So I don't. That's not doesn't even yeah. count because there's always swampies. There's always wolverines too. <laughs> Sorry. I, I I'm gonna go total camp and say uh, I want Axe Cop in the French Revolution. <laughs> what? Yes, I do too. Chopping off heads, just chopping off heads and putting bombs in them. That's great. That's great. <laughs> uh, or the tick, literally anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. Uh, let's see, a favorite character. They've put Batman in other various time periods and stuff, mm-hmm. and it usually works okay. Uh, Ooh, Viking Hulk. Viking Hulk would be pretty good. It's like the ultimate Viking. Yeah. They should, yeah, they should do that. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think that's Melanie's answer. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on a blanks, yeah. Okay. Chris <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> uh, Ghost Rider in the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> really mess with some heads. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I don't have a great answer for that one. Chris Osborne and Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. I don't know. I'm assuming you're with a podcast, but I don't know what podcast. You know what? Oh no, he he had a other question that we will talk about next time, I believe. He's from Play Comics, but he has a question we can do now. Dream crossover miniseries, totally ignoring crossover rights, meaning. Crossover between anything. Yeah, go for it, Melanie. I know you got something. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you know East of West, anybody out there. But it's a post-apocalyptic craziness, and there's um, a boy who is the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And he basically learns everything through this little virtual reality ball. And he's, you know, he's got powers and such. Yeah. Well, get rid of his little virtual reality ball and replace it with Spider-Jerusalem. From Transmetropolitan, and <laughs> the world would be amazing. I guarantee. So east of west and Transmetropolitan. Yes, that reminds me. Uh, touch back on an earlier question. <laughs> east of west would make a fantastic, like, well-produced thirteen-episode series. You're, I think it would also. I mean, I don't know that the series has like. I don't know that that would wrap up the series, but that would make a good TV show. You're right. Especially because it's got the, like, different factions in the... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Lots of world building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jesse? Dream crossover? Oh, well, I've, I've kind of talked about it in the past, but The Crow and the Punisher. Um, I also think that... Uh, oh, I just had it, and I'm kind of... Maybe Punisher and uh, Judge Dredd. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, interesting. I, th- I think that could be a pretty interesting dynamic. Like, uh, Judge Dredd... Thinks he knows the law well enough that he would probably find himself pit against the Punisher. But I think at a certain point he would kind of go, hmm, maybe the Punisher's on to something. I think they should fight each other for the whole time until some big bad shows up and then they fight him together and then they realize that they should really be working together forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. Yep. We know it's possible. <laughs> How about... Um... And then when we talked about... <laughs> we talked about when we were talking about uh, your uh, cinematic crossover universe. Now I want to see that as a comic, as a movie, as a anything. As a anything. Yeah. All, all the verses. <laughs> I want a, I want a Doctor Who, and since they do Doctor Who comics, I want a Doctor Who, and for a long time it was Doctor Who and Batman. 
because those are two of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that'd be an interesting dynamic, but I'd, I'd feel like they definitely would not get along pretty much any iteration of the Doctor and Batman. Right. But maybe throw Swampy. Let Swampy travel around. We'll get a little bit of the intergalactic Swampy stories with Doctor Who. I'm, yeah. I'm down for that. I, I don't think that they're comic booky. But I totally think Doctor Who should meet Bill and Ted. Besides the oh, fact that yeah. they both travel in oh, own yes. time. Yeah. He would like it'd be so hilarious to have the doctor reacting to Bill and Ted. Oh my god. It has to happen <laughs> sometime. <laughs> well, there's comics of both of those properties, so let's let's do that. And actually they didn't he didn't specify oh, I guess publisher rights, so yeah, a little bit, but ignoring publisher rights. Okay. This is this kinda ties into something we've already We'll skip half of this because we've already addressed it. Another question, but Drew from the Real Feels podcast uh, wants to know, he asked about a comic book movie that has been made, but we already did that. How about favorite remake slash reboot movie? Oh, God. Doesn't have to do with anything. <laughs> Doesn't have to do with a comic book. Comic books. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we can reboot any movie. The movie, yeah. The thing. Yeah, that, I mean, that's like, mm. that's kind of the go-to because the thing was actually good. It's technically a remake of the thing from another planet. Planet, yeah. Yes. And it's great. Yeah. And even the remake of the reboot was okay. Or was it? What? It was technically a sequel. Was it? Yeah. Or no prequel because it's at the oh. other camp that they go to in the thing. Well, they were that one was decent too. Yeah. I would say also, this is kind of a stretch maybe, but the Ring is not a bad remake of Ringu. Mm-hmm. Because while, like, the Japanese Ring sequels I like better, um, I think I kind of, in a lot of ways, it it has issues. But I think I kind of like the American Ring better than the Japanese Ring. Just like the way it's executed. Mm -hmm. But it still has its problems, of course. Yeah. And they should have just left it at that and never had any of the sequels. I didn't watch any of the American sequels. Well, good for you because they just made it worse. The Japanese ones were interesting. There's a prequel, Ringu Zero, that I like quite a bit takes place in the 70s it's all atmosphere and mood is that the one where like she gave birth to her sister or some weird weird weirdness happened no not necessarily but it's there's she's split okay there's like the younger evil one and then like the older one who's just trying to be like an actress in the theater or something i don't it i don't understand it it's weird but it's good okay okay i'm i am torn i because i because i so love reboots uh, <laughs> yeah that's your favorite thing yeah, I don't know. Um, I had one. I had one that was like, "Well, this was this movie was so bad that they might as well try it again." Um, probably the Hulk movies. You know, like they should just just do it again because <laughs> they haven't done it right yet. Um, I had a better answer, but I've I've lost it. Ghostbusters. Moving on. No. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. I've never even. I still have never seen the new one, so I'm not that interested. Let's see. Oh, Maybe Electra. Said... Electra could be a good movie if they just did it right. All right. I can't remember if we did this one. Kyle from the American Gods cast. American mm. Gods cast asks, if you could make a comic book movie about a popular character. Wait, but you would have to use one of. Oh, I don't know if we're going to address this one next episode or not. I don't think we did. Uh, Timey, why me? Hmm. Make a comic book character about a popular character, but you have to use, or comic book movie, but you have to use one of their lesser known identities. For example, Scott Lang in Ant Man or Miles Morales oh. in, as Spider Man, basically. I can't do that. Yeah. So that's not a me question. Nope. 
Next. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jesse might Jesse might have something. Oh, I mean, well, that's such a deep cut. What about? I gotta stop bringing up Swampy in these, but you, you ask favorite characters and such. That's what you're gonna get. Which is which is the lesser known identity? Blue Swampy, where he's not really. Um, God, what's his name? His name is totally. Alec Holland? Yeah. Or yeah. non-Blue Swampy, or, you know, non-Alan Moore Swampy, where he is Alec Holland. I don't know. Okay. Maybe Rob- a Guy Gardner movie. There Guy Gardner as uh, the Green Lantern. That could be an interesting movie. It's way too way too uh, 90s, though. <laughs> I would say, for years, sorry, I'm jumping back. I think everybody thinks he's Alec Holland most of the time, whether he is or not. That's true. I was just trying to think of something to say. To keep there from being silence. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Lady Alex. Thor might be all right, I guess. I don't know. The, what? The Alex. Uh, Alex. <clears throat> the the one that was in that thing that was not Alec Holland, but it was almost. Oh, the first Swamp, the original Swamp thing. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you know what? Um, th- here's the movie they need to make. Uh, what's what's the evil Justice League? The Crime Syndicate? Uh-huh. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Oh, interesting. Oh, your, your Green Lantern thing... Reminded me, and I've talked about this in a YouTube video. Uh, do a Green Lanterns movie where it's Jessica Cruz and I can't remember the other guy's name, but they are like the newest Green Lanterns, and they are lesser known, and they're interesting characters, I think. And that kind of yeah. reminds me. Yeah, yeah. Here's the, here you go, cinematic universe time. You do your crime syndicate thing, and that spins out of, and Green Lanterns spins out of that because yeah. Jessica Cruz was a power ring at some point in time. Oh. So, all right. All sidekicks have to battle to the death. Who would win? Oh, that's another Victoria question. Oh, uh, she's got several questions. Damien. Damien? No way. Tim Drake. <laughs> no. Between those two, I would go Damien because Damien would Damien kill. will actually kill people. Yeah. I'm going Tim because he thinks it's so far ahead. That's a good point. I mean, Tim's super he, smart. He, Damien was trained by the League of Assassins <laughs> as a child, like as an infant. And he, Tim knows that. <laughs> Damien does seem more reactionary, though, for sure. He seems more reactionary than... Um, Tim would be too smart to go toe-to-toe with an assassin like that. Oh, go the Batman route. Oh, nobody can beat him because <laughs> he can play it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay. so, so. <laughs> It's not Connor because Connor doesn't even exist half the time. Connor can't. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And one more Victoria question. I should have grouped these all together. I didn't realize that she had more questions down here. It's been like a week since I looked at these. Graphic novels that made you cry. We three. Stupid we three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pride of Baghdad a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that too. Was it me and you that were talking about this question, Melanie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Duncan. <laughs> all of the animal ones. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if there's an Someone animal. Someone does bo- some jerk move to an animal, mouse. I'm going to cry. Oh. <laughs> oh, mouse. Oh, God, yeah. Mouse is jerk move to an animal based on real human tragedy. Yeah. True. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, basically anything in our pull list that's based on where the animals are main characters. Yeah. Those yeah, are guaranteed much. bummers. Why do they do that? It's because it's easy to manipulate us with. No, I was going to say, and this, I don't know that this necessarily counts, but... Um, I'm sure it's collected into a graphic novel, a trade. But the Batman and Robin silent issue after Damien died, not the one. I figured I was... you'd go there because it it is brutal. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, I'm sure there were others before that because I didn't read that that long ago. But that's one of the first ones where it's like, oh, it's actually getting me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and it's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, Jess Smith, and let me find his show. Jeff Smith from Bone? No, Jess. Jess? Oh, okay. Jess oh, I got Smith. really excited. It was like <laughs> Sylvester McCoy and Jeff Smith I was about on to say the we, same episode? Not all. Jesse, not all of us could wrangle up some, like, major <laughs> celebrities in here. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fair yes. enough. Jess Smith from the Church Absurd. Reverend Jess from the Church Absurd. Reverend Jess from the Church Absurd Ooh. asks, was 9-11 an inside job? Yes. Anything else? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dano from the way, let me make sure. From the Wayne Gale Variety Hour podcast, what comic series that has had, def- oh man, I'm sorry, I really should have like gathered a bunch of these together, that has a, has had a definitive ending, would you like to see made into a prestige TV series? For example, he'd like to see Planetor- Planetary or 90 mm. Starman show. Something that's had a definitive end that would make a fantastic, like, well done TV show. Oh, that's mm-hmm. tough. Planetary would be interesting, for sure. Yeah, it'd yeah. be good. Like X-Men, only better. Yeah? Yeah. V V for Vendetta, maybe? I don't know. That seems like something that would probably work good as a TV show. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you got a lot to pull from. Uh, League of... No, I guess that doesn't necessarily have an end. What has an end? Yeah, think of your, like, graphic novel, graphic novels for a lot of that. I mean, I know there's been a lot of... Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think of... How about um, the Scott Snyder book, American Vampire? <laughs> oh, yeah? That has... Did that ever have a definitive end? I know it was kind of an ongoing, but they would he would break it into, like, yeah, I, series. Mean, It'd be a different series each time they take a break. Yeah, I guess kind For, of. I mean, they have an end to this storyline, but it's never like, that's it, we're done. You know, you always know that not only is there a possibility of more, but a likelihood of more. Oh, what about that Grant Morrison... Um, Nameless? Was that what it was? I never mm. I never got to finish it. I know, but it had a finish, I think. Did it? Well, then that, because uh, the little bit that I did read of it was freaking amazing. Yeah. It was like a uh, preacher, but oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. I hope that show still keeps going. Yeah. I, I hope that one other one goes too. Legion? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's supposed to. Oh, maybe Boys Club. <laughs> Let's do With... Pepe the Frog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rise and Fall of Pepe. You know what? Take it back. You got to take that, take Pepe back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take it back. But he'll still have to die in the end. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that'd be such an awful series. But it'd just be a it, bunch of dirt, dude bros living together. It's live action. We got to do that live action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't know how, but it, we got to make it. So, Land Wolf would just be running around with his junk out. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it for questions. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's how we're going to end with Landwolf. With this junk out. End of episode. <laughs> with this junk out. Yep. Well, um, maybe we could ask each other questions. No, oh, you want to keep going? Okay. I don't know. You got a question? No. I already did this earlier when I was trying to vamp for time while he was feeding his dogs. Oh, you're right. I was like, hey, I got a question. <laughs> what are you guys doing for your anniversary or did you do anything for your anniversary? We, we ate food with bread. <laughs> 
Oh, carbs. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah it, Celebrate. You got it. You got it. Like, exactly. Like, I, that's funny because it's like, ooh, bread. But like, no, yeah, that's a treat for me, man. Yeah, well, no, like, I know. Yeah. Garlic bread, man. <laughs> you were off diet. Uh-huh. Garlic bread. Mm. Yep. I'm more or less back on diet, although I did sneak one of your delicious cheese. You ate one of my pastries? Your cream cheese pastries. Oh, yeah. I was like, it's our anniversary. I'm going to eat this while she's in the shower and doesn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Secret eating. (laughs) I'm celebrating our anniversary by secret eating horrible food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, baby, you can't celebrate your anniversary by yourself. Oh, I wasn't. I had a cheese Danish to keep me company while you were in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm back on I'm I'm back on diet. Like I was way off of it for a while. Not like before diet eating habits, but it was like pizza Saturday every day. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of a diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Diet literally just means what you're going to eat. I still have a. I still once in a while will have a pizza. I know, but a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, I'm still doing good. I'm doing the sh- the my green smoothies in the morning. Uh, that keeps me good for most of the time. And then popcorn, like non-salted, non-buttered. Mm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> popcorn for snack and stuff when I'm really munchy, really hungry. You get, you get back into like carrots and celery and what are the, oh, the cucumbers. Mm. Radishes. I don't know if those are good for you, but I like them. Yeah. So to answer your question... Yeah, what did we watch? We watched a movie last night. We had we had food that usually I try to avoid, and mm-hmm. we watched a movie instead of just, like, me forcing her to watch some CW shows or something. Yeah. Right. What did we watch? <laughs> a Full Metal Alchemist. The, That's what we the watched. The live-action movie on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, I didn't know they had a uh, live-action. Yeah. Well, if you, haven't, Is it... <laughs> if you haven't watched the series... Just watch the d- series. Just just watch the series. If you if you have okay. watched the series, just watch the series. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's it's it was interesting because we watched. I we haven't read any of the manga, but we've watched. I've watched the f- original series, the just Full Metal Alchemist, at least twice, mm-hmm. and then we watched Brotherhood, all the well almost all the way through. I think we have one like season or whatever left, but mm-hmm. we watched most of that. In fact, part of that I think I've watched at least twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because we tried to start it twice. So we're very familiar with, like, the story, the storyline. And it's weird because the movie, it's very well produced. Like, it looks great. Like, they nailed the look of it kind of to a point where it's like, ooh, maybe maybe change that. (laughs) Maybe dial dial it back a bit. Yeah. 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 A little too too close. Certain kind of anime hair doesn't always look very good in in live action. But, uh, Mm -hmm. so it looks great. They try, the problem comes in, well, two of them. One of them is... And I mean, it is, it's an Asian property or whatever. Japanese, yeah. Yeah, same thing. No, yeah, yeah. I'm... But they made, like, like all the characters are in the movie, but they're not in, in the in the manga or the... Yeah, um, it's the anime. Oh. It's weird because, like, you can't, it's a Japanese production. You can't cast them with white people because people will get upset. And I understand. And, you know, you can't be whitewashing it. But they are most definitely white people in the original stories. Like, mm-hmm. it's very European set. The architecture, the styles, it's like, it's obviously very European. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course, they're not going to do that. So that's a little strange. It, well, the thing that, that is, for me, is they make the, the two main characters, well, the one that has hair, at least, blonde. And the other one, I guess, was blonde, too. And then they make one of the side characters blonde. But then one that should be blonde. Like, the one character that's kind of, yeah, 
like Winry. Winry. Winry, exactly. Should yeah. Should be blonde, but it's they're like, oh, we have too many blondes already, so let's just not. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that aspect was weird, but I think the main thing was they hit a lot of the story points mm-hmm. too much. They hit too many. Of, like it, they just tried to cram, and there's no way they were going to get through the whole series. They tried to cram so much of the story in there, and they changed a few things to kind of make it tie things to back together towards the end, but too much. It's like mm-hmm. just hitting plot point by plot point by plot point. And it's like, I think as a person who hadn't watched, wasn't familiar with it, I don't think any of it would make any sense. Mm-mm. Oh. And also because they tried to shove all that in there, there wasn't a whole lot of him fighting or using his alchemy really. Mm-hmm. So he spent the whole time like moping, m- moping and screaming and crying, you know, it's like, <laughs> and there's some like it hits some of the best like character moments from the series, but none of it feels earned because it doesn't take any time to establish these characters. Yeah, like it really blows past uh, just so much stuff that when they hit something that in the series is like the big things that stick with you for like forever. The like the the girl and the the girl and the dog. The girl like, and the dog. They oh, uh, it's heart wrenching. And in here, it blows by it so yeah. quick. Like they do it, but it's. You don't mm. get, like, there's no real emotional attachment to it. Yeah. So, but yeah, we watched that. All right. It was interesting. I hope people don't get mad because we wanted to whitewash it. It's not that. It's just, it's it's, no. it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment. It's an adjustment. And if you're going to pick and choose who you... Make blonde. Make blonde. <laughs> pick the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. to be fair, like, I know, like, the lead, um, what's his, um, Ed, uh, Edward, Ed, Edwin, what is it? I don't know. They Alphonse and it's Ed. Yeah. Like the lead, like I guess I understand why they made him blonde, but honestly I don't think he needed I don't think he the boys needed to be blonde. But maybe they yeah. he since he's the main character they felt that was important. I, I kind of think when they showed Alphonse in wherever the other realm, mm-hmm. he looks creepier having the long blonde hair. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But Alphonse looked perfect because he's a CGI suit of armor. Yeah. And huh. he was he that's part another thing that I kind of complained about a little bit. He was absent for a lot of the movie just you know like Waiting here or doing something there because I'm assuming they didn't want to have to pay to do the CGI. The extra the CGI movie. shots, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's even like there's a scene where there's a bunch of them sitting around, like at dinner, having dinner, and it's Alphonse. He's a big suit of armor, and um, Winry and Ed. And I noticed most of the dinner conversation is it's locked off on a two shot of Winry and Ed. You don't see Alphonse. It's like yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. It's because it, they don't want to pay money to have a CGI character sit there while people talk. <laughs> yeah. Plus, he doesn't eat. Oh, yeah. He doesn't eat, does he? So, anyway, let's stop talking about... <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what for we the did future, on our... uh, The manga cast that will be starting in the next uh, four years. The next four years. Yep. <laughs> Mel's manga cast. Yeah, I was supposed to start that a long time ago and it never happened. Yeah. That's okay. Life happens. Life happens. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, I guess that's it. I guess so. Well, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Well, to you. And to you. And, and to ha- Jesse. And to Jesse. Happy anniversary. What? Me too? To yeah. you too. And All right. To the listeners. You guys too. Thanks. Yep. Oh, man. I feel the love. <laughs> the live loving. Live loving. The live loving. Okay, okay. The guy isn't looking. Go now. Good evening, Dominion shoppers. Dominion, is that still a store? Just go with it. Johnny said the manager will bust us if we take too long. Right, right. 
This Monday, we're offering the deliciously different podcast, The Roman Podcast, featuring Roman LeBeau and Robert Cast. This special feature is made from 100% Canadian cheese, covering all your weird news and even weirder thoughts from the capital of culture, Brampton, Ontario. Is that a dig at Brampton? Yeah, why? No, just making sure. Spot on, man. So be sure to check it out. Did you get that? Check it out. Check out. That's terrible. Who wrote this copy? Hey, guys. Johnny! My manager will hear you. We're on the store PA system. Like you said we could be? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right, right. I'm just going to be here listening while pretending to mop. You are mopping. Yeah, but the water is still... Hey, where's Neil? Does he work here? What, in retail? He's loaded. I think he's like rock collecting or something. Uh, okay. Tune in to the Roman Podcast on iTunes, the Tangent Network, Stitcher, Google Play, and the EMC Podcast Network for totally fresh and free Roman Podcast. Hey, hey, you two, get away from there. Johnny, Johnny, get him! Sorry, guys. I'm part of the gig economy. I have to chase you with the stilty mop now. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Sure. Go back to Libsyn, you mooches! And stay out! I love those guys. Johnny! These floors are great. This is Melanie, and come a day, there won't be any room for naughty men like us to go grolicsing about at all. This is Jesse. Make our hands one hand. Make our hearts one heart. Make our vows one last vow until only Grawlix will part us now. This is Randy. This is my last Grawlix. Just sit back and enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to the Grawlix Podcast. The Grawlix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vocal Arrow Studios. For more Grawlix Podcast, visit GrawlixPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at Podcast. We're also everywhere. All the time. All at once. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, we do have another Grolix in the can, so it's not. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the last Grolix of the show. You're right. The episode, I should say. You're right. Of the episode. Uh, oh. All right. So <laughs> A literal I think Grawlix, we've got yeah. loopy. Yes.